Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Check out Chris's new website, MagicalJourneysVacations.com. For all your vacation needs, Disney, Universal, Cruise Lines, and more. Thank you for traveling with us. MagicalJourneysVacations.com. Have her book your magical vacation today. To a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together from all walks of life. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Kristen and Bubba are your guides on this culinary adventure. People are going to line up for miles around just to get a taste of my food. Join them as they discuss the latest food news, expert tips, recommendations, and trip planning advice as it relates to Disney dining. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. From quick service to fine dining, you'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to another episode of the Dining at Disney podcast. It's your ultimate source for delicious discussion about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I'm your host, Kristen. With me is Bubba. You guys need to welcome Bubba. He is my new co-host. Jay has decided to go back to school and he's got some other things going on. So we do wish Jay the best of luck. But Bubba. Yes, we do. Now, Bubba's, Bubba knows a good bit about Disney, and we'll get into that right before we go into the news discussion, so you guys can get to know Bubba a little bit. But today, what we're yes. going to be talking about, in addition to news, is some of the best and worst food news stories that came out of 2015, and then what we're looking forward to in 2016. Before we get into that, we want to thank you so much for downloading the show on iTunes, streaming on Stitcher, as well as watching this webcast on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe to our feeds, and don't forget to share with your friends. Okay, Bubba, so let's talk a little bit about you so people can kind of get okay. to know you a little bit. So right. let's start with when was your first trip to Disney? Ooh, I was five years old. I couldn't remember a thing. My parents tell me all the time that, oh, we took you when you were five, but I don't remember a single thing. And <laughs> we took a huge gap. I didn't go back for 10 years, maybe until I was 15. And then finally, I went when I was 15. Loved it to death uh, with my family. Uh, we all went. It was a great time. Then uh, in 2000, I had this great opportunity to join the Disney Summer College Program, which I fully accepted. And that was one of the greatest summers of my life working at Disneyland. I got to be construction security for Disneyland or Disney California while it was under construction. So I got to see everything oh, wow. before it opened. People were dying to know what was inside. I got to get a firsthand look at everything. Um, I got to meet Michael Eisner and Paul Pressler when they would come in and look at the park every, uh, every like uh, two, three weeks, they would come in and, you know, do their inspection like any Disney CEO would do. And um, I got to see the very first viewing of Muppet Vision when they tried the projector for the first time. I got to ride uh, California Screaming for one of the first times. Got to meet the designer of the roller coaster. Um, oh, wow. That's so it was cool. a great summer. Yeah. And, um, 
I did it the next summer and I was, uh, luckily I, my wife was accepted the next summer. So we, but she was my, uh, girlfriend at the time. So we got to do that summer together. So we, we are former cast members. And since then we've been pass holders since we moved to Anaheim in 2009 and became premium pass holders, went to the park once, twice a week, try, you know, we were just seven miles from there. Uh, we recently moved back, uh, uh, to Bakersfield and Cal, it's about two hours north, two and a half hours north of Disneyland. But we still try to go every now and then. We just came back this weekend because uh, everything was closing, and we had to do it one more time before Star Wars Land started getting under construction. And of course, meeting you guys was the was one of the great things too about Disney. We got to meet you guys what 2008 or no 2009 or 10 for D23. Four and a half years ago. Yeah, so uh, we got to meet you guys and had our little. Uh, lunch over at the Cove Bar, watch World of Color, and we've been friends since. <laughs> That's true. A good yeah. friend since then, too. So, great friends, yes. And, uh, yeah, every D23, hopefully we can, if Al John, uh, he'll be down in two weeks, I'm hoping maybe to go down for a day, even if he can't go, just to say hi to him. Uh, but, yeah, Disney, yeah, Disney, uh, obsessed, me and my wife are, so. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's yeah, why we no, do we we do these you that's know why we do this, yeah. and podcasts and you know radio station shows and such all because we love it. So yeah, we can't wait to tell you. Here's what they got in store for you guys coming up. So you know, sometimes we'll have disappointing news. Like I know today we're going to talk about a lot of disappointing stuff that's closing, but um, the future is going to be bright. <laughs> and. Uh, Let's discuss some of your Disney favorites then. So, oh, okay. Favorite favorite park. Well, I've never been to Disney World yet. My wife Taylor has been to Disney World, loves it to death. Um, she said your Tower of Terror over at Disney World just <laughs> destroys ours in Disney it California. It's, it's cool. um, even though I like that. Um, so Disney Park, I mean, you can't beat the original Disneyland. You can't. It's Walt's Park. He's I've sat where he sat. I've went through his apartment that he was in. Ceilings like this high to Oh, you. really? And um, yes, it's uh, just above the, the firehouse station over at City Hall on Main Street. And yeah, the ceilings, I mean, he was a tall guy. Disney was a very tall guy. And so the ceiling would probably be up to here to him. And, you know, it was a small place, but it was somewhere he could rest, lounge around, sleep. Uh, Bye on so, guys. I mean, Disneyland is by far, yeah. He has his little grilled cheese maker too. The original grilled cheese maker that he used is still in there because that was one of his favorite sandwiches, and he just took it up like that. Wow! But Disneyland, you can't, you can't. Uh, it's just so much uh, history, and definitely so many memories for me at Disneyland. Uh, you know, just being there, we could just sit for hours and people watch. You know, Disney California gets hectic sometimes. You got a lot of the teenagers and older people there. But you know, when you when you're sitting on Main Street watching the families go by as we people, you know, people watch. It's it's a, it's it's great. You know, seeing how many people love Disneyland, and that's why I love going to Disneyland because I get to be one of those people that have a smile on my face walking down Main Street. <laughs> I'll tell you one of the one of the coolest things was when I was there and saw Oscar. I thought Chef that Oscar, yes. yes, I was like, that is so cool, you know, to think that this this man still works and he worked for Walt Disney. I mean, that's he worked for Walt Disney. That is a long time to be with one company, and the fact that he's yeah, still if you is go working. To Carnet 
Yeah, if you go to Carnation Cafe, he's always, he's usually there during breakfast. Um, they have the Oscar special, which is the best breakfast in Disneyland. It's just your basic eggs, potatoes, bacon, sausage, biscuit, fruit. And he will come and sit down and talk to you. I've had many times where I just went by myself, sat down and ate. And he would come walk around. He would sit down and we would just talk. We would just talk about what's going on in the park, what's going on in the world. And he's a great guy to talk to. He will definitely shake your hand, take a picture with you. Um, and if you want to know any history, he'll definitely talk to you about it. Wow. That's pretty yes. cool. Speaking of food, yes. what is your favorite, okay, favorite quick service, counter service? And then what is your favorite, quick service. favorite okay. table service? All right. Well, I'm going to have to go with Plaza Inn. You can't beat the chicken dinner quick um with quick service wise you 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 can't beat it the setting it's plaza Inn's one of the staples of main street right there they have uh the break the character breakfast in the morning but then lunch and dinner you get your choices of uh certain dishes the fried chicken i highly recommend to anyone comes with uh three pieces of fried chicken mashed potatoes vegetables and a biscuit but i move the vegetables out of the way and i get double potatoes <laughs> that's a good tip for you right there yeah. Um, you know, and, and there's free refills there, too. That's another thing that, you know, you guys have your refillable cups over at Disney World. There's no refillable cups at Disneyland whatsoever. So when it's a quick service place, you know, it's not a table side, but they do have free refills there, which is one of the perks of eating there. Um, as for dining, I mean, you cannot go wrong with Blue Bayou, the setting, the food, um, the ambiance of it all, you know, watching everybody go by while they're on Pirates of the Caribbean waving at you. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. And the filet mignon and lobster dinner. I always get that pricey, but definitely worth it. Always one of the best restaurants to go to, which I highly recommend reservations. Highly recommend. I've seen so many people turned away. It's just nuts. So make sure you make reservations for Blue Bayou if you ever go to Disneyland. I'm going to have to try it again because we did not have a good experience there. Yeah, that's and right. So, I remember you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, our experience was, food-wise, it was one of the worst I've had at Disney. Really? Yeah. I mean, the food wow. came out cold and dry, like it had been made a few hours earlier. And then when I said, well, the food's cold, they put it in a microwave. That's not the Disney way right like, there. Oh, the gumbo was excellent. Oh, the gumbo was The jambalaya that I had, oh, I was like, no. If you want, but I do need to yeah. try it again. Yeah. Uh, if you want good jambalaya, uh, try to go to, was it, Cafe, not Cafe Orleans, uh, the market, the French market. They have jambalaya and red beans and rice. Yes, that's that's one of the best places to go to. And that's a quick service. That's usually one of our go-to spots to hang out, watch the jazz band come in from time to time. And, uh, that's yeah. So get that. But if you want a really good one too, we haven't eaten there in a while. Carpe Circle. It's uh, we've had it maybe twice, but every single time has been amazing. Uh, it's it is pricey, of course, but like I said, if you want to pay for a great Disney experience, you also get a free tour if you go dine in over there uh, at Carpe Circle. We and you took the tour, remember? Uh huh. Yeah. They were nice so, enough to, uh, even though we weren't dining to give me a tour. Oh, yeah, party. we didn't dine and in. Remember, and remember that my camera died? Your right battery out, died, yeah. Like, oh, it was awful. <laughs> so, Still, those, uh, those next, are my, my go-to. I'm going to 
next time I'm going to dine there. I haven't done it yet, but I've gone in for drinks, gone into the lounge and had drinks, but I haven't gone up and yeah. had a full meal. Oh, we, we recorded a show there. Yeah. We yeah. recorded a show there. That's right. For Tiki Room. Yeah. Cause we also had, um, Daniel from Diz Geek podcast. He was on too. Yes. He was with us too. That was fun. That was a fun night. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so let's see. Favorite attraction. As of right now, Hyperspace Mountain is amazing. <laughs> wow. The Star Wars theme is just blowing my mind. If you guys get a chance to go to Disneyland to ride Hyperspace Mountain, it's a long wait, but it's worth it. Do single rider, get a fast pass. Uh, just definitely one of the best attractions. But, you know, like that's only for temper. I don't, we don't know how long all this Star Wars stuff is going on in Tomorrowland. So there's no end date. But if I had to choose my top attraction, oh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Radiator Springs Racers. That tops everything. Even though it's one of the newer attractions, it's still an amazing uh, ride. You have everything. The you got your whole it. tour. Yeah, the, the theme, theme to it is, is amazing. Yeah, you, you're just driving through car, Radiator Springs, through the whole town. You drive through the whole town, and then you get to race afterwards. That's awesome. That's amazing, yeah. So definitely my top attraction is Radiator Springs Racers. And I, I'm sure one of your favorite times of riding it was when we just threw up. Thank you. Do you know what? I was, watching, I was actually watching People's Choice. <laughs> I never watched his award shows, but I watched it and he was, they showed him on it. And I was like, I think it is like, I need to message Bubba. I need to go be like, Hey, I just saw our, our radiator Springs buddy. <laughs> I was, that was in shock. You guys didn't even, I didn't even know I was, he was next to me. I think it was, it was one of uh, somebody that was with them. And then he was on the other end of the car. And then you guys were telling me, I think that was somebody famous. And I'm looking at him. And I'm like, well, oh we knew gosh, it was somebody famous. We just couldn't think of his his name. Oh, as soon as Is I that? saw him, I'm like, that's Kevin Pollock. Oh, my gosh. I'm right next to him the whole time. <laughs> well, I had I, turned- you guys were scared. You guys were scared to approach him. I approached him afterwards and was like, I, we just rode the car together. I was going to say, you're an awesome guy. You're an awesome comedian and everything. So, you know, I, I usually do that when I see celebrities. But you guys freaked out. <laughs> so did I. Well, I turned. Well, what was what was so funny is I was sitting between you know Taylor and Michelle, and I turned to Taylor and I said, "The guy behind you looks. He looks. He looks like somebody famous." And she turned. <laughs> she goes, "It's because he is somebody famous." Oh, okay, that makes sense then. I was like, I just the place where like where I recognized him from. Then at that point. I knew, as soon as I saw him, you guys pointed him out. What's funny is that he's, I'm talking to the person that was with him the whole time during the attraction, like, oh, have you been on this before? She's like, yeah, we've been on it. What's your favorite part? And I'm talking to him and I'm looking him right in the eye, still don't even notice who he is, you know, just talking to him, you know, just how I talk to everybody else. And you guys just freaked me out when I'm like, that's somebody famous. And yeah, my eyes lit up. <laughs> Kevin Pollock, you're amazing. But you know me when I see celebrities, I freak out. <laughs> Yeah, it's, and it's just <laughs> it so funny to stores. me because living in Nashville, we I see people all the time that it's you yeah. and, and it's an under um, there's like an understood rule that you don't approach yeah. and bother celebrities. And so that's why like Johnny Depp has a house here and it's because he can come and be a normal person and go walk the mall without needing bodyguards and security for people to, you know, 
harass him. It's just a understood rule. You don't you don't bother them. You know, people might say hi to him and be like, oh, you know, hi. And just because, you know, they recognize him. But that's really yeah, I don't like the extent of it. You know, if I do see somebody in the park that's a celebrity, I'll just say hi to them. I won't ask for a picture or anything, you know, just shake their hand, tell them how awesome they are. Uh, you know, I've met a lot of celebrities, too, at the park, even as a cast member. The, that was one of the rules. Do not approach any uh, celebrity type. You know, you will be fired. But, um, you know, that they would always come to us, which was great as cast members. I got to meet Hugh Hefner like that. He came to me and shook my hand. Still haven't watched it. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was years ago. Wow. Yeah, I never I never knew before that the plans that they would have plans with them. And so now anytime I see them, I'm like, is that somebody? Oh, every time. Every time we're just like, OK, who's that? I don't know. Let's Google. See who he is right there. You know, because well, we saw somebody uh, yesterday in the park that was that wasn't with the plaid, but we knew he was a celebrity. Come to find out he was on like two broke girls and a couple other shows and he had a picture of his annual pass that he was at the park yesterday. I'm like, man, we should have said hi to him. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I win the the one point four billion dollars. Four billion. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna have a plaid walk me through the parks. <laughs> I'm gonna well, be I'm gonna like, buy yes, some Disney stock. Yes, I wanna bypass all the lines too. <laughs> Just once. Oh, yeah. I would love to do it just like once. Other than that, nah. I'll spend a good two weeks at Disney World if I win that. First two, good two weeks at the VIP. Whatever villa or suite I could get, I don't know. That's definitely a two-week trip. Oh, you want concierge. Concierge club level. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, that's it right there. And a plaid, of course, to get on everything. <laughs> and Alton and I all tag along. Oh, you guys are old. You guys will stay in the same, another suite right next to us. Right next to us. We could do one of those huge ones where they have like the multiple rooms that connect together. I'll rent the floor. I'll rent the whole floor. And we'll just have a big party with everybody. We could do that over four seasons. I don't remember how much Tony's. Yes, four seasons. It's it's not owned by Disney, but it's on Disney property. It's where Golden Oak for the, the, um, where people can live on Disney property. That oh, yeah. Resident. I've seen you guys. Yeah. I've seen you guys drive through there. Four Seasons has a f- whole entire floor that you can rent out. Oh, that's, there it it's, is right there. Bucket set list up number to one. Be that way. I was like, oh, I want to do that. And we'll just take a party bus to the park. And, oh, oh, yeah, that would be great. But that's wishful thinking. <laughs> you never know. Somebody's got to win it yeah. eventually. Well, you know what? I'll actually stay in the Dream Suite. I want to stay in the Dream Suite. That's the one place I want to stay in Disneyland Dream uh-huh. Suite. At least a night. At least one night. That's probably the Did only place I've never been Disneyland? to. Disneyland? One night Disney World? Oh, yeah. We could do that. Somebody actually did that for the 24 hour day. They. Went to Disney World, started their 24-hour day there, flew to California, and finished the 24-hour day there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's money right there. Uh-huh. Wish I could do that. I, I, wish I, I need that. that. <laughs> right. Okay. So, everybody's got a little information on who you are and things you like. So, let's yes. go ahead and go into our appetizers. Now, you've got one news for, story for us, right, Bub? Uh, I believe it's uh, 
Are we talking about the Thunder Ranch or the tea party over at Steakhouse? Steakhouse. Let's Steakhouse. Well, if you uh, read online, they will be starting a t- uh, type of a tea party, I believe. I know I've never really been to a real tea party. I've been to Matt Tea Party a couple times, but uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> totally different. It's probably totally different than this tea party. Uh-huh. But, uh, but this starts January 22nd at Steakhouse 55 at the Disneyland Hotel. And, uh, you know, if you're one with the, if you have children, you know, a lot of the girls love tea parties. They love being princesses. They love having tea. This is a good way to go and relax with the family. Uh, you know, just indulge a little bit on a, some tea, some great food, uh, appetizers, lots of desserts. The pictures that Disney posted look amazing, by the way. Wow. Those chocolate covered strawberries, that whole plate of them. Well, uh-huh. definitely. I'm sure you're going to post a link to it. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. In the show notes, we'll have all of the links for all of the different things that we discuss. So yeah. that way people so, easily read more into it and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so it's, uh, I believe it's 50, yeah, it says $50 uh, for the classic tea party, 65 if you want the premium tea party, and then for kids, it's uh, $35. You can have a gluten-free, you can have vegan options, you know, something for everybody. But, uh, you know, this is something that the ladies, I'm sure the girls and the ladies will love. I'm not a big fan. of Like I said, I've never been to a tea party. You I know my should wife do has a tea party. I, I should? Oh, good yes. Lord. I'll join and I a tea party. Do you have to sit at the little tables and drink the little, you know, cups of tea? Like that's you every time I think of little cups party. of tea, not like little baby cups of tea. But you like a normal, a normal teacup in a restaurant is what you're gonna get. But we did okay, over yeah. at Waldorf. We did it at Waldorf Astoria, and oh, they wow. bring out your little tea sandwiches and tea, and then we added on a glass of champagne. It was like five dollars for a glass of champagne. Okay. And then your desserts, and it was a lot of fun. I think we were there for about two hours or so. Just oh. lay back, you know, you just kind of sit there, relax, and enjoy the company of the people you're with. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it's a blast. You know, like I said, I, I would, I will try it. If my wife dragged me to one, I would definitely do it. You know, you got one. I'm sure, yeah, this one does serve wine, so you know I'm going to enjoy it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, have your glass of wine, which which is not, not included in the price. That's if you want to buy per glass of tea parties. But, uh it starts January 22nd at the Disneyland Hotel, Steakhouse 55. They hold, they're hosting it from noon to 3 p.m. So you want to make sure you call and definitely get a reservation for that. Uh, I believe 60 days is the maximum you can do. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, so 60 days uh, before your trip is when you can start planning on going for that. And, uh, yeah, like I said, you'll have the number posted. Call the Disneyland hotline to get your reservation done. I wish Disney World had a 60-day or a 90-day window instead of 180. Oh, wow. That's is so long. That is very long. Are reservations very hard to come by at Disney World? Some of them can be. The really Some popular places, if you don't have a reservation, you're not getting in. Like, be our uh, guest over at Magic Kingdom. Oh, I bet, yes. For people who are, you know, go frequently or are annual pass holders that are local that go all the time because you have to plan six months in advance that you're going to want to eat this day there. And yeah, 
Yeah, Anton and I take more than more often than not take plan our trips more last minute. More last minute. Yeah, instead of planning it so many months out. I mean, it's probably been a couple of years since I've booked something six months out. Oh. So, which I might yeah, have to do. <laughs> We're we know now to do it at Disneyland. Um, just for whatever we do, if we want either Carnation Cafe or uh, Blue Bayou, De Blue Bayou is something you definitely have to do it. But you know, a lot of people think Carnation Cafe. Oh, you can just walk up and do it. No, when we went a couple months ago, they had no walk-ups whatsoever. It was reservation only. The, wow. the counter, the host had a sigh of relief. She's like, um, "Do you have a reservation?" And we're like, "Yes, we do." Oh, thank God! I'm tired of turning people away. And this was like at 1 p.m. And I'm like, are you guys booked all day? She's like, basically, yes, we're booked all day. I'm like, wow. So my wife knows now the better to make reservations. And 24-hour day, she was our savior. Everything was booked full, an hour or two line just for food. But she made reservations to uh, Carnation Cafe in the morning and Big Thunder Ranch at night. And that was the best thing ever, 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 ever. Two great places to eat, too. Yes, yes. One former great place to eat, by the way. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's let's get in. Well, let's hold on, on to that till we get into the, the entree of the, uh, yes. of the show. So yes. I'll go into the Walt Disney World news. And I've just got a few topics. Um, one of them is that the mini silver screen dine over at Hollywood and Vine in Disney's Hollywood Studios is now taking place. It's going to be going on now through March 20th. And because it is award season, that's kind of what this is all about. Many throw in a huge party. So you're going to have uh, some of your favorite characters like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy and Goofy all dressed up in the glitz and glamour that is Hollywood. And it's a buffet, so there's going to be soups, uh, appetizers, entrees. Uh, everything's going to be themed desserts as well. Uh, Tables in Wonderland discount will be accepted. And uh, I do have the other types that they're going to be doing this year. But um, later in the year now, Hollywood and Vine is going to be doing some seasonal menus like this one. There's four other times during the year that they're going to be doing uh, spring, summer, Halloween, and then during the holidays, which I've got all those dates and information on the site that you can check out, which, of course, like I said before, we will have the links to this information in our show notes. Uh, another story is that Garden Grocer, which is over, um, is, is a delivery um, service that you can get, grocery delivery service in the Orlando area. Well, nice. there is a lot of construction going on and traffic on I-4, some international drive projects as well. But because of this, they have cut down on what resorts they're going to be delivering to. Um I've got a whole list of them. Most of them are going to be your your Disney World resorts that are going to be on there, as well as some of the downtown Disney ones, um, like Wyndham Bonnet Creek is still on there. So uh, you'll have to check that list out if you're looking to do that. And those changes just took place. Oh, gosh. Um, what's today? 
Faced with 12, yeah, two days ago on Sunday. So this is new and it's going to continue throughout 2016 just because of so much construction and it making it difficult for them to deliver groceries. Uh, One of the things everybody's been wanting to know about has been restaurants on the 2016 Disney dining plan. And when I wrote the original post in 2015, when they released things, there are many restaurants that are not owned and operated by Disney. And so they wait to the last minute to sign, whether it be at the end of December or the beginning of January. And Disney just updated this uh, past weekend with the restaurants that were missing that a lot of people were concerned about. So the restaurants over at Coronado Springs are now included. The Epcot restaurants like La Cantina de San Angel, um, what else? Uh, Restaurant Marrakesh, those type restaurants that were owned by somebody else are now um, are now included. Disney Springs hardly had anything listed, and now you've got Bongo's Cuban Cafe, Wolfgang Puck, the Smokehouse, Starbucks, Morimoto Asia, Raglan Road. Tons of those restaurants included. Again, there will be a link to the show notes so you can see all of them that have been added. Uh, and I will say that they did add the new Jungle uh, Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen has been added to that list. Uh, and then my last bit of information before we get into our big discussion is that it was announced today that you can get your seventh annual Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic uh, tickets. It is now available this year, taking place October 28th and 29th. There are Causeway tickets available for both Friday and Saturday. If you purchase a Causeway ticket, you can also purchase one of the seminar tickets, which I have to say are excellent. And um, let's see, one of my favorites, let me find some of my favorites that I've done. The beer please demonstration, if you like beer, is Mm. absolutely fantastic. They also have one that's called Mixology. And uh, that one, Lindsay Skillman is awesome. She teaches that. She uh, is one of, heads up one of the uh, beverage departments. So, yeah, she has some really cool, fun stuff she does with hers. Wow, that sounds fun. Yeah, it it is. And, you know, considering the fact that it's all you want to eat, all you want to drink, it's really nice and, and and easy it's a it ends up if you based on how much you can eat it is you really get your money's worth so like this year the causeway event is 98.85 and it's with the service fees that uh, brown paper tickets um adds into their um their tickets when they sell them when companies sell them on there but uh it's you know but that includes everything it includes everything Oh, then, yeah. Everything except for the beer garden. That one's an optional one, which is a whole another section. They just started. This will be the third year that they're doing the beer garden there. And it's Al John and I are like, 
we enjoy doing that. We'll do that before we do one of the extra paid for things over at Epcot's Food and Wine because it has all the restaurants like Chef Todd English. He's there every year for it. Yeah. Represented because he's got a restaurant. He shows up for the whole weekend for that. Um, but food, wine, you, you know, get a piece, piece of Shula steak and you go, eh, this isn't for me. I don't like it. You could throw it away and think nothing of it because you didn't just pay $8 for it. You know, it was included in the cost yeah. of your ticket. But you will leave very, very full and happy when you're done. It's, Money well spent. Uh, we've done it three years in a row and plan our trips around this event because it's just that much fun. That's but again, that is wow. the... Walt Disney World's Twan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic. I have, I'll be writing that information up on the website in the next day or so. Like I said, that news just came in. So that's everything for our appetizer. Now on to the entree, the best and the worst of 2015, and then what we're looking forward to this year. So, Baba, I know you have some very sad food news for us. My favorite restaurant just closed Sunday. It's not 2015, but still beginning of the year. Big Thunder Ranch had its final finale Sunday. If you don't know what it is, it is an all-you-can-eat barbecue buffet. Kristen's had it. Al Jones had it. And it's amazing. You get a live country show from... Uh, you know, to a violinist and a guitarist, they come around and sing at your table. They bring everything in bowls and buckets. You have your beans, coleslaw, cornbread, corn on the cob, and then they bring you a bucket of chicken ribs. And if you go during dinner, they have the sausage. Um, so we always went during dinner. And it's it was a staple at Disneyland. Every It was always a booked you couldn't walk in you always had to get a reservation and luckily our friends got reservations for the very last day which was sunday and they invited us and we just had a blast we did not they were backed up big time of course it was the whole place around thunder ranch was packed because they're closing the restaurant they're closing the petting zoo they're closing the banquet area that's going to be most likely the entrance for star wars land um, which they started doing construction on uh, yesterday. So uh, they got rid of all that. And it was very sad goodbye because when we were there, our reservation was at six. We didn't actually get into like 645 because they were so far behind. The uh, All the crew member, all the cast members that worked Thunder Ranch, they all came on the stage um, and they were all crying. And I'm like, wow, this is very emotional for them. And I talked to one of the cast members and they just said, well, I've been here for, four years and four or five years. And this is like family. A lot of the people, cast members that are here stayed in this spot. And so they're, they're very, they're all going to be moved to different spots. They're not going to get fired or anything like that. So uh, they're all moving to different locations, but this was one of the best places at Disneyland to eat. And it's definitely going to be missed by a lot of people, uh, including myself. And it was for those that haven't been to Disneyland and tried this place, but you're over at Walt Dis have been to Walt Disney World. It's similar to Hootie Do, um, except it takes place outside, like Mickey's uh, backyard barbecue does. 
But the show, instead of having, I guess the best way to put it is kind of like a cross between that because you do have country music on the stage. The food is just like you get though over at at Hoop DD Review. So it's kind of like the atmosphere of Mickey's Backyard Barbecue, but with the food from Hoop DD, except instead of ribs. Or do you, we do, do we get ribs? I don't think there is ribs, right? Yeah, we got ribs. Yeah, you got ribs, chicken, and sausage. Yes. The sausage is was like the best thing. Now you don't get it. Who mm. did? And I was like, oh, I wish, oh. I wish they did. That was our little thing when we ate there. Would to be take some Ziplocs because, like I said, it was all you can eat. And we would just at the end be like, you know, can we get like a bowl of sausage? You know, <laughs> we would get it and then we just put it in the Ziploc. And we would have something to snack on throughout the day while we're at the park because it's it was so good the sausage was but everything was good there uh, but when it came to the desserts oh my goodness you, you guys you my yeah Kristen Michelle and Taylor they got this giant s'more bake it's a giant brownie cooked at the bottom and then on top of it is roasted marshmallows with big chunks of graham crackers on top. Uh, I believe there was like some chocolate bars maybe on top. I can't remember. But then they give you this ladle of chocolate sausages cover all over. And, oh, we had, yeah, I had some of that too on Sunday. And, oh, oh I'm going to miss it so much. It's just one of the best places to go to relax. What sucked is that you can't eat when it's raining. When it's raining, you can, it's closed. So the past couple of days before in California, it's been raining. And um, so we are very nervous that our reservation would be the, would have been canceled on Sunday, but sky stayed clear and we would be we were able to eat and it's, it's just a blast. It's definitely going to be missed, but um, I know they will have a new barbecue spot over at uh, Riverbell Terrace very soon, and that's going to like you know keep the people that love the barbecue there kind of a uh, you know hold the fort down while construction is going on because we don't know what's going to happen if. Uh, there's going to be a new one when Star Wars Land opens, maybe something different or around the park. But uh, we'll see what happens in the future. But rest in peace, Thunder Ranch. I'm going to miss that place a lot. Yeah, as far as I can't really think of a whole lot of bad news stories from 2015. <laughs> I mean, Disney World on that side had so many things open. I mean, the changeover from downtown Disney to being Disney Springs brought a whole bunch of new restaurants. And then you had ones that opened up in the park. I mean, over Animal Kingdom, they had changes to their their dining over there with the Harambe Market opening up with the variety of, oh, of foods. And then... Um, me let's see you had well that opened the end of last year was the skipper canteen which i'm excited to try out since i haven't you know that's the only thing i haven't done i've been to everything else so far and um i mean it was a lot of new things coming to the parks and the resorts whereas you know, that was the big the big story I could think of for being bad was them <laughs> shutting down Big Thunder Ranch out in Disneyland. Yeah, I know. I still cry about it sometimes, but it'll, well, I'm hoping another one is going to open in the future. Uh, it's It's got to. Everyone, even cast members are like, this was such a successful restaurant here in the park, and everybody loved it it's you know you can't take something out that everybody's gonna love you can't if it's not broken don't fix it you they know, should put it at one of the resorts i would think so or they um you know, yeah they, they can put it at either 
a Disney World uh, or a, a Paradise Pier. That's kind of a walk from the. It's not a walk, long walk from the park, but it's across the street from the park. You know, so keep it either at the hotel or at a Grand Californian. I could picture it at Grand Californian. Yeah, that would be a good place for it because it's got that rustic, yeah. that rustic vibe to it. I was telling a cast member the other day in Disney California. I mean, as much as kids love the Chippendale, you know, jamboree area where they can go and climb cargo nets and do all this stuff, close that down and turn that into Thunder Ranch. That would be an excellent idea, in my opinion. Where at? Um, there's a little uh, right uh, by uh, the entrance to the hotel that gets you inside to Disney California from the Grand Californian. Just uh, okay. just to the yeah, just to the left of that, there's a little area. Um, it's called a uh, I forgot what it's called something Chippendales, but it's an area to where kids can go around, climb cargo nets, kind of follow this little trail. Uh, yeah. There's little forts and everything like that. It's not busy at all. Whenever I walk by it, it's never that busy. So I, you know, sometimes I think that's just a waste of space. They could do so much to it. And I was just telling somebody the other day, put the restaurant there, and everybody's like, that would be a good idea to do that. Yeah, I haven't ever noticed that section because whenever exactly. I'm leaving or going, like <laughs> I don't go that way. I go towards the, like towards the lobby, of the hotel to like get out into downtown Disney area. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody notices it. And it, that would be a good spot. So let's see. 2016. What new is coming to Disneyland? Can you think of any new? Do you have any new restaurants opening? No. Well, they changed. Like I said, they changed over, not changed over River, River Bear Terrace, but uh, they're going to start serving barbecue in there. Rancho Del Zocalo is going to start serving the breakfast that River Barrel, Bell Terrace was serving, which is going to be kind of weird. You know, I love Rancho Del Zocalo, uh, but they're going to serve, you know, their all-American breakfast at Rancho they, Del Zocalo. They have the best carne asada there. Yes, I love do. it. I love yes, it. Yes, they do. Get get the carne asada. That's one of the best things there. When um, During the season, I think it's over now, they have tamales, chicken tamales, which were excellent, too. And... Uh, Oh, you know what? I'll tell you about. There's another bed. I do have another bed. We dined at Flo's for breakfast Saturday. The worst, or Sunday. That was one of the worst breakfasts I've had there, unfortunately. And we had the brioche toast. And, you know, with toast, you think toast would be a little bit harder and stuff. This was like pudding to us. And they're like, oh, it's more of like a pudding than a toast. And I'm like, why do you call it brioche toast then? Don't you call it brioche pudding instead? So I had to get my refund on that because it was just awful. It was so mushy. Oh, it was no. cooked. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to. I'll try it again maybe some other time, but not that dish. Uh, they only serve breakfast for like maybe two hours throughout the day when the park opens. And uh, But the other food is great. The lunch and dinner food, I feel, is great. But that was probably the, one of the worst breakfasts I've had at the park in a while. Wow. Yeah. So, Okay. Say they add an, another dining location to the park, and it's in Star Wars Land area. What would mm-hmm. what would you want to see? Uh, well, blue milk definitely got to have that in the cantina. Um, man, that's a good question. You know, with seeing all the concept art that they showed at D twenty three, the cantina would most likely be the the restaurant, in my opinion, not just you know for drinks and stuff like that. And 
That's a great question. You know, everything's going to be themed out. Now, could oh, it be a buffet? Uh, everything was, every people were hoping it might be buffet style. But, uh, you know, it's Disney. The only thing we know right now is that there's possibly going to be a boat ride in Disney, in Star Wars land. That story came out about two weeks ago of a possible boat ride. Um, as it comes for restaurants, I know they're probably going to build about two or three new uh, spots inside the land. This was from uh, one of my friends who works, he works private security, but is, uh, they do Disney stuff also uh, for private events. And uh, he was telling me, he was telling me they're actually hoping April or uh, May of 2017 having it up. And I'm like, that's impossible. Cars Land took three that's- years to build. Yeah. Yeah, because Disney's not quick at building. No, they're going to take their time. They're going to take their sweet little time on it, which I thought when they announced it, oh, this is not going to be up until 2019. Um, Unless unless they're going to make it move faster and Bob Iger wants to retire and therefore hurrying it up so that he can get out when he wants to get out. Yeah. That's good. But that way, I mean, that way, it's complete under under his. I was gonna say under his role, but that's not the quite <laughs> supervision. That's the word. Supervision. <laughs> I mean, they got a lot to just. They got a lot to tear down, and then they're moving a lot of the offices. There's a, a maybe a block or two away to these brand new big buildings that they just bought, and so I honestly don't see it being up by then. But uh, he said there's going to be two or three new eateries from what he's heard um, from one of his bosses. So hopefully, yeah, I'm hoping one of them at least is a nice sit down restaurant themed, of course. um, And then just two uh, quick service areas that That you can uh, enjoy yourself to. Yeah, that would make the most sense. I mean, it's the biggest expansion. It's going to be bigger than Cars Land, I believe. And Cars Land's huge. So, yeah, biggest expansion in Disneyland history, they say. So we'll see what happens. I still wish you guys were getting Marvel instead. Oh. Well, we might. Rumor has it DCA might be doing something. Disney California may be doing something towards uh, in between Bugs Land and the Tower of Terror. If you see that little spot, um, Uh there's an an opening right there where the red trolley goes in. And that's where they kind of like dock the red trolleys for the night. But it's a huge area. I've worked there, too. And it is. It's a huge area. Um, they could definitely do something with that. That was the big rumor going around a couple weeks ago to turn that into a Marvel area. But for right now, they're they're doing great with turning interventions into um, Marvel HQ and the Star Wars launch bay. Which Marlins I, should just be turned into being Marvel. I That might be the plan, too. Nobody has cool. said anything about that. It would be. Um but, you know, everybody said, no, they're going to keep it Tomorrowland. That's what Walt would have wanted. I'm like, well, Walt would have wanted a lot of other stuff that's not going on. That's going on um, or that is not going on. Yeah. But the stuff that is going on that he would be like, uh, I don't know about that. Mm, raising the annual pass holder prices to a thousand bucks. I don't know about that. But <laughs> pricing the that families is out. My argument when it comes to the cost of tickets is. This was was Walt's plan to be something that a father can take his daughters to go do together and enjoy as a family. Exactly. And it's getting more and more out of the price range yeah. for families. It, 
I would keep saying, and I somebody was on this uh, message board the other day. What's the one thing you would change at Disney that they're doing? And I said, ticket prices for the kids. You know, three and under is free, but you know, certain ages, you might, you know, show proof of age, and they'll be able to get that discounted ticket. You know, thirty bucks for maybe somebody that's um, six and under, or forty or fifty dollars for somebody that's twelve and under. Because I mean, there's there's you're gonna have the teenagers of course charge the teenagers full price uh that would probably be the smart thing one of the things that i think should be taken into consideration with pricing of tickets is it should be age 10 or this height requirement so if you're for some reason like the height of kids who are two three years younger than you you're not paying an adult price for attractions you can't ride because you're still too short yes exactly that's a good point and that's the one thing i have i've always had had an issue with because i was the kid who was always significantly shorter than everybody else and couldn't no ride attractions because no because way. they were so far behind it and <laughs> you know growth so I mean, I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine being a parent who had a tiny child that couldn't ride attractions and was paying full price for their kid who is still has like three more brackets of heights on attractions (laughs) to hit. I mean, that's a lot of money to dish out for a kid who can't ride those. Can't really, can't do anything. Exactly. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to the family. I mean, they're going to spend that money anyway, whether it's on food, merchandise. So, I mean, why try to take them for everything when you know you're going to get something out of them? You know, don't get everything out of them. Just get something out of them. (laughs) Well, to me, once you get people in the gate, then, I mean, that should be the easy part. And then once they're there, they're going to spend money. They're They're going to buy food. They're going to buy drinks. They're going to eat. They're going to buy Mm-hmm. And I think people would sometimes spend more if they weren't thinking this ticket costs me $90 a day. Well, yeah. you know, if I was paying $50 a day, then there's $40, yeah, $40. we could spend on more souvenirs. And there's yeah. a huge markup on all those souvenirs. Just drop a Disney so. to it and it's skyrockets. That's all. Uh-huh. But, you know, that's, that's gonna, it's Disneyland. You're not going to, prices aren't going to scare me at all it's just for the love of the place and i love the food there you can't eat the food first thing we learned when i was a cast member there is that the food is fresh we always get the fresh freshest of ingredients we never freeze our meat you know i don't know how it is today but this was back in 2000 when you know there were disney does have standards when it comes to food dining and giving you that experience and that's what i love about them and that's what you're going to pay for. And it's definitely every penny. Most of 99% of the time, it's worth every penny. I agree. Yes. I've had some excellent food at Disney. Oh, yes. So, uh, and great experiences, too, dining. Let's see. 2016. I'm trying to think. Uh, other things I'm looking forward to is there is a lot of restaurants opening in Disney Springs. The Edison, which... You might be familiar with since there's only one other one in L.A. You might have. I've heard of the Edison. I've heard of it. I think I've actually had a friend that used to work uh, there that worked at um, at one of the restaurants I managed. Um, I believe so. And that's in that's toward that's in L.A., not downtown L.A. Is it right in the heart it's of downtown or it's just. I, all I know is it's located in downtown L.A. It might be. Where in downtown, one. I don't know. 
kind of like I just know the pictures right? from the website of that place look look really cool. <laughs> I've never been, then, I've been to the Bonaventure, but I've never been to that one. They have sprinkles, which is <laughs> it's a cupcake bakery where they're in the machine. It's a cupcake ATM machine. So 24-7, you can order a cupcake out of the machine. Wow. Wow. I don't so know if I would trust that, morning, man. You're going, I want, I want a cupcake. You could go to Disney Springs and get a cupcake. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're doing everything in vending machines. Uh, so does it bake the cupcake for you? Or does, I mean, I, how does that work? I don't know. That's weird. Like, I want to add chocolate mix with... Uh, I mean, know, the only thing I could vanilla icing. I think it would have to be, uh, in a sense, just like a vending machine where they were already made and I'm you know placed so. in slots. Because I don't know how a machine's going to make a cupcake for you. You know. Well, they can do pizza. I've actually seen a pizza vending machine online where it does bake the pizza for you. That's yes. crazy. So that's maybe something that they can. They are doing with it. That's that's something to see. Well, speaking of pizza, there is a place called Blaze Fast Fired Pizza, where they actually, it takes 180 seconds for the pizza to cook. What? How's that? It's on. I mean, it is like really like fired at a really high. um, Without burning the dough? Wow. High, what do you, temperature. Temperature? Temperature is a second bar. The only thing I could think of is remembering Back to the Future when she brings that little Pizza Hut thing in a package and she puts it in that hydrator and she says hydrate level four within like five seconds. It's done. She brings out the whole pizza. If you I remember, don't remember that. That's what I'm expecting it is going to be. That's what the 180 but all these seconds pizzas, to pick pizza. They're all going to be wow. custom made. So you tell them what you want it on it and then they throw it in there and make it for you. Those are starting to become very topics. popular. They're they're becoming very popular here in California. Right across the street, it, there's a a very popular one called Pizza Press that every all the pass holders love it to death and they wish there was something like that in Disneyland where it's basically just $10 flat out and you choose whatever you want. They have like 30 or 40 toppings you choose from and there's nothing like that in, in the park. So everybody goes over there, walks across the street to there. Wow. It's really good, yeah. So Disney should do something like that because Pizza Port... I'm not big on their pizza. I do love their pasta. Their pasta is very filling. And, you know, if you want something that will fill you up. salads are pretty good, too. Nobody got time for that. You know, we got time for salad. Uh, <laughs> so, but, but speaking um, of that, it's so funny. <laughs> so, so one of my friends, she is like itty bitty tiny, like a double zero. Like that, like that, like like her waist is like tiny. She's so tiny. And the one day we went out to eat, and I said, "I'm trying to decide between this and this salad. I've been kind of craving a salad." She goes, "Has nobody ever said I've crave a salad? Nobody, nobody says that." She's like, "What is wrong with you?" I was like, "Unless it has steak or chicken on, unless it has steak or chicken on it, no." No, Oh, I always have chicken on my salad. No, no, I never have. Yeah, I I like salads. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, but yeah, we could use a pizza. the The pizza place in Disney California or Disneyland, anywhere in the resort, would be great. It's just the only place we have is Pizza Port or um, 
I believe you can go to uh, the boardwalk over at Disney California and get like some flatbread pizzas over there. But the build your own would be nice to have mm-hmm. in the park. Yeah. And you do have one at uh, Disney World. You have a build your own. There's going to be one in Disney Springs. In Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. That's where they're where they're putting that. And the only other, well, there's three other restaurants still opening. There's one, um, Art Smith. He's opening a Southern restaurant in Disney Springs. And then Rick Bayless. I'm excited about, about his restaurant coming there. I think it's called Frontera Fresco, I think is going to be the name of it. Oh, Fresco Dining. But I'm excited about that. I'm like, oh, good Mexican food. Like, I'll take it. And then uh, yeah. STK Orlando. And I know uh, Tony Castellanova from Disney by the Numbers and Disney Parks Podcast had sent me the menu from the New York one because he wanted to have an idea of pricing. And it's it's pricey, like yeah. really pricey. I told him, I said, we should, we could do a GoFundMe account. <laughs> for our GoFundMe dinner for the night, please. Yes. Go, go, go fund, go fund our, our meal so that we can review it and tell you how good or bad it is. It's probably, and I'm thinking it's probably going to be that good. <laughs> that's just like club 33 where it's about 75 to $100 a person over there. Yeah, something like $60, $70 for a steak, and all you get is the steak. Everything is a la carte. So your sides, your wow. you know, your veggies, all those kinds of things you have to pay to add to it. Wow. It's like $10 for a side. Tony and I are hoping they're going to be large enough that you share it. Like, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I would hope so. It would be big enough to share. Wow. I've never heard of a restaurant doing that, charging... Here's you're just gonna get that. If you want anything else with it, you have to charge you per side. Wow. I've heard that, but it's it's rare and it's always at like like the finest of fine dining. I bet it is. It better be the finest food you can find. <laughs> that that cow better have been chopped up yesterday. I mean, because paying something like that, wow. Oh, I know something I forgot to mention for best of twenty fifteen. It's Morimoto Asia in now in Disney Springs because that opened the boathouse opened off phenomenal place. That sounds like a Mexican restaurant. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Mori 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 Motos. I really like the fact that the prices on their menu vary. So if you're not looking to spend thirty some dollars an entree and you only want to spend fifteen, there is something on the menu for you. Oh, okay, that's good. Food's really good. I do. Yeah, there's not really any Asian food at uh, Disneyland. We were talking about this yesterday. Where can you grab sushi at Disneyland or anywhere in the resort? He said, no, you can't. Nowhere. That's strange that there's no sushi. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Like they should put a sushi sushi place somewhere in either in Disney, California. The only only, um, Asian restaurant is that Lucky Fortune Cookery. Oh, that's right. Lucky Fortune Cookery. Yes. And their food's awful. <laughs> I don't like the rice. Al, Al John and Raphael had had that the one time during um, D23. Yeah, I think it was a couple, about two and a half years ago, did that. I don't remember what I got, but I got some somewhere, somewhere else. I didn't. I don't like the Lucky Fortune cookery. Um, I do. The only place I go around there than the Pacific Wharf is uh, for the bread bowl. That's the only thing mm-hmm. I usually get there. Uh, but they do have the Mexican food. They have the Chinese, um, Asian food. And they have bread bowls and salads. 
And that's where they do have the Carl Strauss beer cart too, which is one of my favorite spots. That well, yeah. we know that's one of my favorite spots since yes, I we know. walk by there and don't get a beer. <laughs> yeah. Hector, what are you doing? Now my cat is sitting on my headphones. Okay, Edgar, that's not where you can sit. <laughs> Mine are all laying down. They're all chill now. Mine wants attention, so he's uh, just jumped on my lap. My, one of mine is in a box. <laughs> Imagine that, a cat window. in a box. A cat in a box. <laughs> Who knows? What do you know? <laughs> so I think that's pretty much everything I can think of for our entree today. How about you? Yeah. So okay. well, here's, here's to a good 2016 at Disney. And now on to dessert. Uh, my tip, my Walt Disney World tip is going to be, which also applies to, to Disneyland as well, but to take into consideration how long you want to spend when, when you choose where you're going to dine. Because table service restaurants, you're pretty much going to be there at least an hour, more like an hour and a half, sometimes yes. two hours. Um, and signature dining is going to be even longer than that. You know, you're going to think hour and a half plus yeah starting um and then if you're wanting to eat and kind of you know really get your time in the parks hit the attractions i highly recommend going with a quick service location there's plenty of good places that are now even disney world's getting better about having more than um burgers and chicken tenders and pizza Mm. A lot more options than there used to be. You guys have the best when it comes to that. I mean, you've most of your locations have very unique food and not just hamburgers and chicken tenders. Yes, that's true, which is great. That's what I love about Disneyland. It's you got something different, whether you're on one side of one side of the street or the other side of the street. Um, (laughs) One one different lands. Different foods, you know. You got Bengal barbecue over in uh, on, uh, at Adventureland, Pizza Port over in Tomorrowland, Rancho del Zocalo in Frontierland. I mean, you just you have all these different areas of uh, of food. You know, you guys got your your world showcase also. What basically everything's different, which I love that right there. I can't wait oh, to visit yeah. that one day. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait till you go and we get to like, we get to show you all around our home park. I know. I get to see your guys' videos when, you know, you guys are taking like shots or whatever or showing what you're eating. I'm just like, oh God, I'm, I can't wait to be there because they don't do none of that stuff at Disneyland, at Disneyland, nothing. You can't drink in Disneyland. You can only drink at Disney California and all they serve is beer well, and you wine. Can, you can only drink at Be Our Guest. At Be Our Guest? Okay. Mm-hmm. And Magic so Kingdom, that's the only one you can drink at. And oh, they okay. don't have in the you have to have a reservation. Otherwise, you're never going to get in there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the place to go. But their drink choices, you're not going to have Bud Light, Bud Light or, you know, Miller <laughs> or anything like that. It's it's French and Belgian beers. I think there's like four yeah. of them on the menu and then French wines. So it's not. You're not going to go there and plan on drinking, yeah, and, and leaving tipsy. I mean, it's it's set up that way because the wine, the drinks, really do complement the food, and it's kind of a place where you kind of need yeah. that. I mean, it's it's French cuisine, yes, you know. So, kind of along that, and that's the only only exception in uh in the whole park. Okay, so. 
Man. So what is your what is your dining tip? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I got a lot of them. My big thing is take advantage of your annual pass. Take advantage of the discount of the food, the merchandise. Um, a lot of the outdoor vendors don't accept it, but basically all the counter service does, all the sit down uh, service does. Um, you, you save so much money if you use that. If you're not a pass holder, take a friend who is a pass holder or whatever. <laughs> they can use it. They can uh, they can use their pass because we probably saved so much money just this weekend. I mean, I believe we saved the uh, 15, 20 percent on what we uh, what we ate. And we try to make sure we hit the spots where we can get a discount off because a lot of the outdoor vendors don't do it. And then not only that, with merchandise, there's a lot of Star Wars merchandise food that you can get. You should see I have a refrigerator right now with all my little steins. I have a BB-8 stein, a Chewbacca stein, a Boba Fett stein. I have my Han Solo popcorn bucket. You know, that I paid for with my annual pass and, you know, saved two bucks off that bucket. And then my recent purchase, oh, I love it to death, is my TIE Fighter popcorn bucket. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's not a that's not a discount because that's at an outdoor vendor. Uh -huh. But you know, always ask when you go up to a window, ask you, do you accept annual passes? Um, you know, so if you don't know if you're not an annual pass holder, find somebody that is and um, you know, take advantage of that discount because you will save a lot of money in the long run. You know, that's one of the things I forgot to mention with the best of 2015 was the really cool anniversary, diamond anniversary stuff that you guys had, like popcorn buckets and, and the yes. steins and all that kind of really cool stuff. I went berserk awesome the 24. Stuff. I went berserk the 24 hour day when it came to just buying, you know, merchandise and food. They had these big, giant Disneyland 60th cupcakes that you can uh I didn't want to. I didn't want to take it home. I wanted to take it home and freeze it because it looked so nice. Uh, but it was so good. Um, I, you know, we bought a couple of them. When when the 60th started, it was very very surreal at the park that 24 hour day. But you know, they still kept on top of everything when it came to food, when it came to the merchandise. Definitely the merchandise. I'll tell you that. But um, you know, it was next year. I'm hoping it's back again on the Memorial Weekend for the 24 hour day. And um, I don't know what they're going to do this year. I don't know what you can top doing the 60th, um, you know, wait another 15 years when the 75th rolls around, but there's no way you could top the 60th. It's been such a good year at Disneyland with the new shows, um, with all the different experience that you can do too. So if you, I believe it ends in September. So you guys still got time to come down to Disneyland and enjoy all the 60th stuff right now. Which is very cool. Yes. And the star Wars stuff. Oh, the Star Wars stuff is amazing. Ride Hyperspace Mountain. Check out the Star Wars launch bay. You get pictures with uh, Chewbacca, uh, Darth Vader, and Boba Fett. And um, they have a high-end Star Wars store where you can actually buy an actual $4,000 Darth Vader suit or Stormtrooper suit or, you know, lightsaber replicas that they've used in the movies and all this other stuff. It's nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine spending $4,000 on a Darth Vader uh, costume. I can. Oh, I can. my. I can. 
Alex, I don't want to if we win the lottery, though. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, 1.4 right billion there. definitely there won't be right affordable. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll buy. I'll make my own TIE fighter ship with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our meal for today. Bubba, tell everybody where they can follow you. They can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Big underscore Bubba underscore B. I post all my... Uh, pictures there any type of news that i hear i'm a lot of people like my memes that i make so i've been memeing a lot lately especially when star wars came out i put a meme out every week of uh you know different star wars stuff and uh you know i'll try to i keep everybody usually updated on big news that happens at disneyland so you can follow me right there big underscore bubba underscore b you have good videos too Yes, I do. Some insane videos, too. I have one on Instagram of the Aladdin. Like the Aladdin show did end at Disney California on Sunday. We got to see it for the final time. And the line for that was amazingly long. I've never seen anything like that. Wow. Well, as far as Dining at Disney, you can find us at DiningAtDisney.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope, where all you got to do is look for Dining at Disney on YouTube. It's the Dining at Disney. We are part of the We Be Eats Network, so please don't forget to download and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and review. We would really love that. And uh, if you're looking to help us out, show us some support. You can shop our affiliate links. We've got the Disney Store, as well as Garden Grocers, Jelly Belly, and the Dining at Disney Dining Guides are there as well for you. So that's everything. Well, thanks so much for listening, and bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to Weeby Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at WeebyGeeks.net. Weeby Geeks, your voice for the Geek Revolution. Want to know more?